Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Hi, I'm Kim Salmon. I'd like to have a quick word about uh, public radio, particularly 3CR. The thing about public radio is that it's more open than the more formatted types of radio to what's going on around it. So when you listen to it, you're more likely to hear a reflection of real life. And 3CR being in the heart of Smith Street, Collingwood, is a particularly good example of what I'm talking about. If you'd like to uh, subscribe... The number is 94198377. You've been listening to the sand. You could never understand. Feel the fortune flow. Mankind has invested more than four million years of evolution in the attempt to avoid physical exertion. Now, a group of backward-thinking atavists mounted on foot-powered pairs of hula hoops would have us pumping our legs, gritting our teeth and searing our lungs as though we were being chased across the Pleistocene savannah by a saber-toothed tigers. Think of the hopes, the dreams, the effort, the brilliance, the pure force of will that over the eons has gone into the creation of the Cadillac Coupe de Ville. Bicycle riders would have us throw all this in the ash heap of history. Oh, blues be gone. Here we are, the 1st of April on 3CR Radio 855 on your dial at the tranny in the kitchen. Maybe you're on your uh, phone listening to it. Maybe you're just listening to this next week. But many thanks to, to Amy Goodman from <laughs> Democracy Now. We've got a show about neighbourly rides today and about community building by sharing skills on the bike path. Now, because it's the 1st of April, I thought under instructions of our, uh, it's not our 3CR charter to give equal time to people who hate bicyclists, is it? No. Today it is. (laughs) Sorry, no, it's not. (laughs) And that quote comes from PJ O'Rourke, a notorious Republican car driver from America and from quite a long time ago. Winter is coming. Those leaves on those lovely elm trees are starting to lose that beautiful green shine. But I don't think it's stopping many people riding bikes. Faith? No. No. Good morning. (laughs) Lots of people on the bike path this morning. A lot of people on bike paths this morning. And good morning, Andrew, joining us on the um, tricycle. No. (laughs) <laughs> Not quite tricycle. Triplet. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what do they call those things? Oh, on the wee ride on the back. <laughs> uh, oh, first up, bicycle moments. Those lovely little things that happen to you on a bike, Faith. 
Um, mine was this morning on the way in here. I had one of those mornings where you're, uh, you get behind someone on the bike path who ends up going exactly your route. And then you start to notice you're riding at exactly the same pace. And you end up in that synchronicity where as you approach a turn, you both sort of indicate at the same time and you swing at the same time and you turn and you end up, I was thinking, you end up in this almost like this ballet all the way in, like just, and you get that real sense of flow, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so uh, that was a nice start to the day. was very good. Yeah, yeah. Andrew. (laughs) I've got one from actually you, Faith. Um, This is going back probably about a year ago now, but... It's amazing how that you can have these moments with people that you're right, they'll just come up behind you, you'll share, there's no, it's totally un, unwritten, there's no yep. communication at all, there's no even eye contact. They'll sit on your wheel, you'll sort of say, yeah, go around, they'll do their turn, this is a commute into the city yeah. after a ride, no discussion at all, no discussion at the lights, and then, they just, and then it's like a wave and you goodbye. So you've had that moment in time where you've shared something yeah. and it's totally unwritten, there's no, there's no um, thing to it. And I think it's quite one of those beautiful moments. You go, hang on, we've got this, we've got this shared vision of what we're doing, a shared beauty of what we're doing. We have this moment in time, we enjoyed it, yeah. And you go off on your day, Unde- yeah. a shared understanding, mm, and exactly. Then, and yeah. then, uh, but there doesn't have to be any, um, no, nothing's you... owed. No, it's no. yeah, nice. It's, it's one of those you'll never photograph it. You no. never put it on Instagram. Exactly. The only thing is this little ephemeral moment in time where things look a little bit different. Exactly. You yep. know? And it's gone. And that's part of the beauty of it is it just comes and goes. I, On that same vein, for a long time on my ride to work, somebody coming the other way, and we would just nod or smile to each other. Mm. And it was virtually three days a week. And one of my friends in the park said to me, oh, you know, you should get in contact with her. I said, you're missing the point. missing the point. (laughs) This is just this little thing that happens. Nobody's engaging anything. It just happens and then you move on. Well, it's the same way in the the country where people put up their little finger. Yeah. Same same philosophy about it. Um, Sometimes you see people... I should preface this a little bit. Sometimes in the bicycle world, we're a little bit tribal. Mm. And I can see myself sliding into that tribalism every now and then. And I really am in some ways trying to fight it. But I saw somebody who must have been about six foot four the other day riding a Brompton. And it was just really quite interesting to watch this... disconnect between the size of a person and the size Mm. of the bicycle. But then I thought, no, he was riding along. And you you know how you can tell when people can really pedal a bike. Mm. You only have to watch them turn the the pedals a couple of times and you could see this person was completely engaged in it. But it just so caught my eye. (laughs) (laughs) I have a measuring stick at work to uh, measure people's inseam to give me um, an idea of where Mm. they sit. And I've only had one person ever break a metre in sea. Wow. <laughs> and I had somebody on Saturday, I had somebody on Saturday who got to 960. And I said, oh, man, come on, pull it up a bit tighter. <laughs> break the record. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it is a beautiful world, the bicycle world. 
Faith, we got a little bit of news we should walk through. News. Um, I guess the if you do ride in from south of the city and past Flinders Street, you'll notice now that the bike lane is uh, right towards the intersection with Flinders is now separated. So that's uh, it's probably only 10 to 12 metres of bike lane, but I think at that point, if you're used to riding there, you'll realise that makes a big difference because yeah. um, it's a point where the cars have to go left. Yeah. Or, you know, um, so the temptation is to cut across the lane. And the other thing that I think is significant, these are these sorts of intersections that are controlled by Vic Roads and we're always told you can't have the bike lane going all the way up to the intersection um, because it would impede the flow of traffic. Um, so it's significant that we're starting to get that where the bike lane, even the separated bit, doesn't end 10 metres back. Yeah. Um, so that's, I think, very good. And if you're out on your bike, go and have a look at it. What's well, actually saying that the bicycle is a part of legitimate mobility in our roads, the fact that we're extending that bike lane yeah. to the point. It's yeah. saying, well, this is a, a means of transport. Yeah. So it's actually furthering the cause of, of you know, a bicycle being a legitimate part of our you know, ecosystem on the yeah. roads. Yeah. And, and at that geographical location, it's more than 12 15% of traffic are bicycles. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You will still have to squeeze between the parked police cars and trucks and the trams and the once you get yeah. onto the next it's section, a- but <laughs> baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> Good news from the Netherlands, always one of the great bicycling nations. The first time sales of bicycles in the Netherlands has brought in 1 billion euros. Of that 1 billion euros, about 82% is electric bicycles. So things are looking up all the time, especially for much more mobility. And uh, not so great news <laughs> is um, there are at the moment plans afoot from Glenara Council to uh, – they've proposed a route for cyclists, a protected route, heading northwest from Caulfield Station along Normanby Road and west along Inkerman Road and Inkerman Street to Hotham Street. Uh, which local residents and business owners have slammed uh, because it will uh, endanger pedestrians, remove parking and affect property values. Um, so I think uh, we know bicycle paths do affect property values. They have um, in Melbourne raised them. Can I just say, Faith, that uh, in Seattle they, did yep. a, they actually did a thing where they actually had a, a dedicated lane and it went right, identical situation. Yeah. It was all measured. They measured the retail spend on before and after. Yep. And the actual retail spend, they moved from four to two lanes. Yeah. And the actual retail spend for that area actually went up. Yeah. The travel yep. times didn't change for buses. They had buses en route, the traffic. So yeah. overall, it was a good outcome. So, And that we have research from here in Melbourne that shows that when people are accessing shops by bike, over a course of a week, they spend more than people who come by car. Because they, they make more frequent trips and every trip is an opportunity for that uh, impulsive spending. But what came out of that as well, though, they were saying that the actual, okay, you may lose some people, but you'll get a new type of retail yeah. outlet there, which becomes more, more sustainable yeah. and for yeah. that, for um, bicycles. Yeah. They took out two car parking spaces at Piedmonts, uh, yeah. a, 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 um, up in um, Fitzroy, so they could put more bike racks in, especially bike racks for cargo bikes, and the spend went up. 
Yeah, mm. and yeah. Ligon Street's another and example. And Street's another cinema, example. And there's other examples. So, yeah, yeah we, I mean, um, it's clearly some um, education to do down there south of the river, but um, good the Glenara Council who have a lot of painted lanes but haven't historically done a lot um, of thinking of something like that. Now, just to give a bit of balance and bring us down a little bit, um, imports of palm oil into Europe are growing at about 7 to 8% per year. 51% of that palm oil gets mixed with diesel and gets burnt as biofuel. That biofuel is not counted in greenhouse gas emissions. So if you want to talk about 21st century cognitive dissonance, we're cutting down forests in Malaysia to burn it in diesel cars in Europe. How's that going? And a car that burns biodiesel actually has more greenhouse gas emissions per kilometre driven than one on straight diesel. And just quickly, we'll put a link up to this, but um, Tim Reid is uh, running a survey for anyone who rides through Brunswick uh, at the moment. So there's a survey, how safe do you feel riding around Brunswick? It's very short and we'll have a link up with the podcast. And just a little sneak preview of some news that I've had that's coming up. Shimano have decided to stop producing 11, 10 and 9 speed drivetrains anymore. They're going back to 8 speed and their pitch, sale pitch is we're going to the future by going backwards. April the 1st. Yes. Come on. <laughs> 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 and it'll make all us eight-speed and seven-speed people very happy. happy. <laughs> we'll be right back after this... Short break. Short break. Ruby says in Mouth, my pronouns are they. You're listening and to 3CR Radical Radio, and that was Binde with Stella, Rosie, and Claudia on. Hello, I'm Liz Wright. Welcome to Are You Looking at Me and International Day for People with Disability. Today on the show, we meet Trish Maloney and Frank Corbenji, who are some of the elders. Did you miss our 12 hour special broadcast for International Day of People with a Disability? Radical Disabled programmers discuss the NDIS, Aboriginal rights, creativity, youth access, financial security, parenting, LGBTIQ, intersections and so much more. Head to 3cr.org.au forward slash disability day 2018 and listen back anytime. And we're back listening to 3CR. I mean, listen, no, listening to the Yarrabug radio show on 3CR. Our studio guest today is Andrew Talati, and he's here to tell us all about the Neighbourly Ride initiative. Maybe you can start by telling us what is Neighbourly Ride. Thank you so much for, again for having me on this morning. I guess we're similar to 3CR. You mentioned about being real life, and that's what we are. We're about building communities in real life, so not digital communities but actual real life people in your local area. So Neighbourly Ride is all about local. It's all about being social and engaging in those people around you. So it's about building community, feeling safe about where you ride, learning and exploring as well because there's so many little shortcuts and tricks that you have in the area, and ideally we can't. there aren't bike trails everywhere, there aren't separated lanes, 
but there are ways to get around and there are high stress areas. So the idea of Naily Ride is to show you how you navigate those areas of high stress and how you get from A to B in our beautiful cities. And so how did this kick off? How, where did it start? Sort of a good friend that suggested, I mean, we've been doing Bunt Rides, which is a platform for cycling for seven years. Um, and, you know, we ran out of money like all good startups about four years ago. And we're looking for a way, I guess we, we lost what we were about. You know, we were always about community. But unfortunately, we got pushed and shoved in different directions to different equity partners and funds. And we sort of felt, we're all about community. We need to get back to what we're about. Our passion, our purpose is community. And a person suggested, oh, what about, you know, I know, and when someone says, oh, this is a silly idea, you know you're not a winner. That is, <laughs> that is code, but this is like a, a gold idea. And she said, Garage Star Trail. And I said, oh, oh yeah. And then I was, we went away um, one weekend. We are talking in the car with my wife because she's a co-founder and she gives me, allows me to have the life that I can't afford. And we came up with Nabely Ride. And she came up with the name Nabely uh, Ride. And from there we trialled it and it was a success. In April last year, we got funding, um, which we – anyway, that's another story of the funding. And now we decide to go alone. So now we're doing okay. it. And we started uh, six weeks ago, and we, we're sort of running it um, like a franchise system effectively. So each location will become like a franchise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we give – so the idea is we're trying to you know, work out – we're going to find our feet about how you market an area, how we recruit volunteers – how we market it, how we do, you know, how we train ride leaders so we can open up new areas because obviously I can't work around the clock with yep. promoting it. So, and it's been amazing. It's really blown me away how successful it's been and how the community's really engaged. And if you're out there and if you're in uh, inner city Melbourne, especially north, you've yep. probably come across one of our little flies on pedig- on holes. Or- <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a little tear-away tag. I oh, know, outside the Fitzroy swimming pool all yes. the way out. Yeah, I, I was there this morning, actually. Yeah, I topped it up. Because <laughs> you've got about four minutes so to read it. That's one of the beauties of that spot. But it- yeah, yeah. So who um, who turns up to Neighbourly Rides? I was actually really surprised. I thought we'd get a lot of people that hadn't been riding at all and decided to dust off the bike, get out of the garage, out of the closet and think, I want to go riding. It was actually a lot of people that actually do ride and commute. I was really shocked. Yeah. I thought, and it says to me that people want to connect with other people in the local area. Our lives are so crazy. You know, people say, I'm busy. That's a constant default yeah. position now. Yeah. I'm busy. And life has sort of got to a point where people just don't have those opportunities for those real life interactions and connections. So a lot of people that are coming are actually wanting to connect with local people, wanting to ride with local people or just find out where they can ride. So, I, you know, we've had people from 8 to 72. I've got this very sprightly 72-year-old, and she yeah. brought her friend that's in her late 60s. Yeah. But the great thing is and the beautiful thing about it, and that's what I love about it, especially yesterday when we ran it, we ran it is that we're getting people mixing. So we're getting the 70-year-old talking to the 25-year-old. Yeah. But it's just a community. It's not about age. It's not about your culture. It's no. not about diversity. It's just about people connecting. You know, it's all about the real life, which we used to do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not about the bike you ride or it's anything not about the like bike. that. It's interesting. One of the quotes from um, a period in the 30s in Paris was that the idea that everybody was a member of cycling clubs, but nobody knew what each other did as a mm. living. And actually, it was just a community of people going for a ride. Does it, part of this, I presume, is getting those skills that feeling of safety when you're surrounded by 20 cyclists makes a big difference to people. Absolutely. I mean, most people, it's quite daunting to go out on the roads, especially in the last 20 years, the congestion's gone up quite significantly. 
And as a you know someone that may have ridden before, and I'll just use the the sixty five year old woman that's joined us. It's quite fearful. She hasn't ridden in five years. And to actually go, wow, I've got to get back on the bike. I've got to reinquate myself with the basic skills and find out where to ride. This is quite a daunting process. And her 70-year-old friend said, hey, come along. This is actually very inclusive. It's about building confidence. And she's been back three weeks in a row. She's been amazing. So that's, I guess, what resonates with people. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... um because we we used to run some similar rides with the squeaky wheel, and I, the thing that most people would really take away, and where you really saw it taking off, was having met each other. They might abandon your ride, but they they start going together. So Correct. that creates a space for someone else to come. Absolutely. As the newbie, are you seeing that happen? These relationships start up where people go for rides together. Well, we're still new ourselves. We're still yep. taking baby steps. But what was quite nice last week was two of our neighbor, I call them neighbourly riders, actually went off to the kite festival. Yeah. Out in Coburg yep. and they rode together. Now, yep. ordinarily they may not have done that. And I mentioned that hey, there's this kite festival you might want to go and check it out and they rode together. Yeah. And they had a great time. And these are two people which didn't know each other, didn't, and now from there they've um, become friends. Yeah. yeah, and and have the confidence to ride. Like I think you mentioned uh, the the secret connections and that, and uh, mm. that's a big part of you know when people are riding and not knowing how to get around, sharing all those connections. Um, you know the councils have travel smart maps and that, mm. but there's nothing replaces or nothing as immediate. And memorable as riding down with someone else and going, ah, oh, if I went down there, I'd get to the library. Yeah, I mean, I try to do the route planning on Google Maps and use other platforms, but it's still difficult. Yeah. Even if you do street yeah. view, you actually need to ride there. You need to yeah. actually look at the actual geography. You need to look at the features and the road and the gutters yeah. Yeah. and the topography to actually work that out. And the only way you can do that is in riding it. Yeah. And if yeah. someone can show you that, it opens up someone's whole world, and they go, "Wow, I can I can actually bring my partner, I can bring my children." Yeah. So yeah. I, I was unaware of this was here, and that's a common, common what happens. Yeah. Um, people go, "Wow, I didn't know this this trail existed. I didn't know this road existed." So we're giving people the opportunity to explore and find out new areas to ride. Now, one thing I'll say about you know, directions and cyclists, I think over a number of years, cyclists developed this. Um, oh, I, I'm not going to say this sixth sense, but there's a spatial awareness of where you are and the possibilities of to get somewhere else. Every time I see somebody riding up Hoddle Street on a bike in three lanes of traffic, I say, <laughs> you, well, you're locked into finding out the quickest way to get somewhere instead of actually looking at something else. You know? yeah. And cyclists do it very well. But I think we've lost our way a lot of way. We've become really regimented where we use Google Maps for navigation. We look at it, we go from A to B, and we yeah. use that exclusively when really there are so many other ways. And I think it's good for your brain as well to mm. actually yeah. For yeah. The, get those you know, neurological pathways fired up to actually work out, hang on, I've got a problem here. How do I navigate from here to here and do it safely? And you mentioned you're looking for more volunteers. Absolutely. So uh, who are you looking for? Looking for people that are obviously uh, competent riders um, and people that are looking to connect in the local community and sort of give something back. So maybe it is someone that rides regularly. Maybe they're part of a cycling club. Maybe there's someone that has, you know, the experience on a bike where they can actually go, wow, I want to, um, I want to take a group. It's only 40 minutes, 50 minutes. Yeah. Normally I'll do a yeah. ride beforehand. So it's just a social pace. So yeah. it's just really, you know, an hour a week, two hours a week. Um, to actually, you know, help support our our rides with ride leaders or volunteers in the promotion. 
And uh, do they need to undergo training? Or, yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking because, you know, I know some, right, there's off-cycle coach accreditation or is there training you give them? We're still working our way through that and maybe something with cycle, or we may develop our own program. Yeah. I mean, for our insurance, we need to cover off certain things. Yeah. And um, it's very important that the people that come through, number one is safety. Yeah. So we're putting, you know, look, we're putting the lives of people in our hands. So we're going to be very confident to make sure that they go through this thorough training. Yeah. That they can navigate and take a group um, confidently and safely through the streets on, yeah. a, on a ride. And any particular areas you're looking, hoping to find volunteers for? Yeah, we're looking at opening up Fairfield. Uh-huh. Um, we're trying to stick to, oh, I'm in North Fitzroy, so trying to keep the areas where I can actually oversee and help manage the, the area. So Fairfield would be great if someone's in that area, going out to Ivanhoe or Northcote, Brunswick, yep. that will has, you know, has a few hours on a Sunday morning to help run the rides. Cool. And how do they get in touch with you if they're um, they can just They can just email me um, directly. Um, it's just andrew at bunchrides.com. But I'll put a link on the uh, neighbourlyride.com website that yeah. they can access. And we'll, we'll have the details up with the podcast Perfect. if uh, someone wants to find it. So what neighbourly rides are coming up next? Well, it's actually a weekly program. I think we're quite unique. We're sort of similar to Park Run where it is every week. And because we're about building community, we say to people, well, even if it's raining, we're still going to meet and have a coffee. And part of what we do is actually have a reward system as well. So depending on how many rides you do, or if you refer someone, or if you actually just turn up and we do the coffee rather than riding, that you can get, um, we've got a pass to Vic Market, we've got potential hot springs, and we're working on a weekend away. So it's all about giving people that extra motivation to actually bring other people around to our rides or to keep participating because there's so many things that may be barriers for someone yep. and this helps yeah. them get over the edge. The um, There's always an idea that there'll be some longevity in this. Absolutely. We've so you've a, got a succession plan worked out. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have to scale it. Yeah. I mean, the idea is we need to scale it. We want to get to a point where we can get in major sponsors, um, whether it's a health fund or a motoring organisation. RACV. Well, yeah. If you, you know, the RACV have been great. They've come on yep. board already yep. um, to give us some support, and obviously they're moving more into the mobility space. Yeah. And I think globally that's what's happening. So that's our our plan is open up three or four, make them sustainable, yep. make them um, a booming success. Yeah. And that way, when then we can go back to the sponsors and say, hey, we need some support. Yep. How about you chip in some money, and then we can yep. uh, scale the program. And you need a set of people who are there for that birth and regeneration Absolutely. of it. But it's sort of like the Simon Sinek video. I don't know if you've seen it, the TED Talk. Yep, it says start yep. with why. And what we've got now is a why. We never had it with bunch rides. Bunch yep. rides is just the what, how. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Neighbourly ride is a program that is a why. So that's what's resonating. So I'm, I'm so confident. I used to always say, you know, bunch rides got a yeah, 0.1% yeah, yeah. chance of success. Now I'm saying, well, I think now we've got a 99% chance of success with yeah. Neighbourly Ride and then Bunch Rides. Cool. So how do people find out more details? Is there a website or a link they can go to? Yes, if you just Google Neighbourly Ride um, or go to com, don't go to the Eventbrite that comes up number one. When, when that's, they're outranking us, but, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you will see us there. And just click on the link. We've got all the information there. We are in the process of rebuilding the site. Um, to a proper site. It won't be on the home.buntrides. It'll be on its dedicated server. But for the moment, everything's there. The videos, it is a bit messy, but every, all the images, how to, all the locations. So just yep. go on there and have a look around. Cool. And we'll put a link up on the um, podcast. 
as well. We will. Now, coming up as well, if you're a long-term planner, 30th of June is the date for this year's Roubaix. And on the 26th of April is the Handmade Bicycle Show again, um, which we'll put a link up so you can check all the details, but that looks like being another great show. Yeah, and I spoke to Nick Dow on um, Sunday, Saturday afternoon, and he'd gone along to the rebirth of critical mass on the Friday and said there were 20, 25 people there, so it was good stuff. Awesome, and that's all we have time for today. 3CR relies on the support of its listeners to stay on the air, so if you'd like to subscribe or make a donation, you can do that at 3cr.org.au. Coming up next is... listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.